Hey, Daniel. What's up? It's been about a month since I've heard your uh, sweet voice in this nice program. It has. Matt, how are you? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing, Jake? I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, we can just jump right into it. We haven't recorded a podcast together about a month, so we're going to... Next week, we may be doing a little something different, but for this week, we're going to have the same format, so that means we're going to... Instead of doing what we've learned last week, Danny, what have you learned this last month? This last month? Uh, Alabama's not making the playoff. Oh, that's it's a hot take, but two of if you watch them against LSU, against what was a really high powered offense at LSU, their defense did nothing. Tua was their only bright spot. If Alabama even running into Auburn, they might drop drop one. What is their path to getting the college football playoff in your mind? Their path is winning, winning out, and praying for the bus. Win out, have LSU beat Georgia. Have LSU beat Georgia. Have Oregon and, lose to Utah and Utah yep. lose to someone else. Wait, but if they win out, aren't they still in the same conference as LSU? Yeah. So even if they win out, as long as LSU wins out, well, I got okay. So if, if LSU wins out, they're done. If, if LSU wins can, out, LSU wins out, it's obvious. But that's what I'm saying. Like if LSU wins out, it's done. Well, they, they, no, not you could put you could put two SEC teams in. But if they don't make the if they don't if they don't make the uh, the championship game. You think they? Do you think they have a chance of making they, it still? Yeah, they, yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a possibility because the one loss would only LSU. Yeah, it happened it, one year where they lost to Auburn, and then Auburn lost in the SEC championship to Georgia, and then Bama still made it as a four seed. But I, I think I think Oregon wins out and maybe sneaks that fourth spot. How much? Because then because then they're a one loss Pac twelve champion. How much do you guys believe the college football playoff committee factors in like? Well, like we've seen this matchup, so we don't want to show it again. Like we want to get like the highest ratings. I, I think they do. I think they definitely do, especially with Tua being out. Uh, like Oregon and Utah, like they're not going to get maybe Oregon. Like I mean, I, Utah is still like they got they got a lot to do before they can make it. But like, there's some teams in the mix right now that like they probably wouldn't be the best sellers. They won't be like, the best like no for ratings. Like how much? Do, how you guys think that that comes into effect in the, the committee? I don't think picks? it matters for what team makes it, but I think it'll matter for what team. It's like maybe. Instead of them being a three, we'll put this team at four just so they can play the whoever's one. Yeah, but I don't think mm-hmm. they would put a team from five to four just for the ratings. And they would never. And they would never. Uh, I mean, obviously they never admit that, but like they would never try to make that clear. But I mean, you gotta be kind of not crazy to think, but like yeah, it's definitely gotta be into the like factoring into it, right? The thing is with that Bama and LSU game, Dan, like Alabama had a punt return, which is not cheap, but it was kind of like a weird play just because he got like face mask ten yards like backwards, and it was like a weird angle, whatever. And then they also had the one 40-yard touchdown where the DB was looking out of bounds, like getting some uh, audible call. Like, if you take away those two plays, Alabama loses by 20-plus, and it's just yeah. absolute joke of a game. So, LSU, I also guess we've – this isn't my what we've learned last month, but they are the real deal Holyfield this year. And I'm very excited for this playoff. I guess that's what I have learned. I've learned that this will be the most excited I've ever been for a college football playoff because – Clemson, amazing. Ohio State, amazing. LSU, really, I want to put it the amazing title at them, but they're really, really damn good. I don't know who the fourth team will be yet, but it's going to be a really interesting college football playoff. Yep. Matthew, what have you learned last month? <laughs> I learned how to jumpstart my car. Hey. Nice. Well, I have this little – I walked out to my car last week, and it was dead because I think just because of the cold. The cow has been fucking, like, freezing. It was freezing cold, like, the last two weeks, better this week. So I think just the cold has the battery uh, acting up a little bit. 
when I, I got this like little this little battery pack thing in the back of my car where you don't need to like jump start it with another car. You can just use that to jump start it. So I just use that thing. Learned how to use it. So that's that's what yeah, I learned this week. Now that I say it out loud, that was pretty fucking dumb. I should. That's that's good one. to know in the cold, man. Absolutely, it definitely is. Like around Christmas time, you get trapped in that snow. That just reminds me of a story of my grandpa giving my dad a pair of jumper cables for Christmas in the grab bag. And you probably thought like, "Damn, this fucking sucks." But like, when once it comes in handy, it's like, "Okay, this is." Well, like- we already own jumper cables. Oh <laughs> well, you got two of them. Now if you lose that pair, well, I just remember like, when I first got this thing, like two, like a couple of years ago. Like, my my dad's always known for giving not like not being a well. He just he's known for giving like more practical gifts, where it's like you got this and you're like, "Ah, oh, what am I gonna do with this?" But like, I actually like use like the tool set he gave me. He gave me like a uh, air compressor for like pumping up my tires. It's like, "Ah, oh, what am I gonna use this?" I use it all the time because my tires like get a little low sometimes. Same thing with this thing he gave me. It's like a little like multi-purpose like air compressor, jump starter, like all of it. And like when you first got it, you're like, oh, cool, thanks. But then like it comes down to it and it's like you use it. You're like, damn, that was a very good gift. Thank you, father. And I kiss him on his bald forehead. Why? I'm looking at the clock and I see 7 o'clock. What's on at 7? I don't know. Um, what does that do with anything? I For some reason, I was thinking we'd be off by 7. But the thing I was talking about was at 8 o'clock. I'm sorry. Um but now that we've done what we've learned last month, Dan, if you had to rank your top, I guess top three, because you can do what are your top four teams? If you got to make the playoff right now, who are your top four teams? Right now, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Georgia. In that order? Yep. Right where it's at right now, obviously. But like the the committee, they they when they opened up. With like Penn State being at four and Clemson being at five, and then they realize that that was just dumb and Penn State loses to Minnesota. Right now, I think they have it correctly. I don't think they're doing it for any ratings or that. I don't think so either. But it's like I don't know how to judge Ohio State and Clemson yet. And I, I, don't think, know I think that's fair. I don't know who I want two and three, and I also don't. Like, Georgia is probably the fourth most talented. Or talent-wise, Georgia's up there with everyone. But it's just, like, mm. I don't know if I trust Kirby Smart yet to put them four over, like, I don't want to say Oregon because I feel like Georgia is better than Oregon. But besides a little slip-up against Auburn, they've been pretty damn good all year. It's, it's good that the debate is between two and three because they just play each other no matter what. Yes, yeah, who hosts the game, which it really doesn't matter who hosts the game, but who's technically the home team in this game that's for sure being played, like, in Arizona. Yeah, um, where it's going to be played at, like, Cotton Bowl Stadium or something. I don't know. I think – tell me if I'm wrong, but I think this will be probably if, say, just everything stays the same, Georgia gets to be four, which I don't think they're – I don't think Georgia will be four because I don't think Georgia can beat LSU. But if this was the playoff, like, Burrow, Josh Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and Jacob Justin Rock, Fields. What did I say? Joshua Fields. Mm. Justin Fields, like, those four are probably, what, the four best quarterbacks we've ever had in the college football club at, like, one time. At well, one time, definitely. The first I mean, year the first year we had Mariota and Winston, but who were the other two teams? The other two were oh, – Oregon went to play on Ohio State, so Cardell Jones. Ohio State, that was Cardell Jones as the third stringer. And, that, and Bama, who was it at that time? It wasn't uh, – AJ McGarren. No, it wasn't McCarron. McCarron was gone by now. This is very Google interesting. Something Sims. Nah, it was there's no way it was this name. Look it up. Was that name was what year was it? Twenty fourteen. It was the oh, it was 
Because there was A.J. McCarron, then there was two quarterbacks. Ugh. I don't know. I don't like having this dead there. Like, well, say it. Click on the link. But let, like two years ago, we had we had, ba- we had Baker from Watson. Ooh, that was yeah. And Hurts. That's a good one. That's pretty good. Oh yeah, oh, that's uh, that's a solid one there. That is. I'm gonna try and find the roster here. I want more team info. I want the roster. Sorry, it's, this is taking a second. Um, and it won't give me that. What there to do? Teach Blake Sims. Blake okay. Sims. All right. I've never heard of him. He's he's not very memorable. No, he's not very good either. He was pretty bad. Yeah, because it went uh something Coker and then Sims and then it was uh and then it was um Jalen Hurts. Oh, oh, Eric's about to score. Actually, I think I got Clemson wrong when I added him in with Baker. I think it was Kelly Bryant that was their quarterback. Yeah, it was Kelly Bryant that year. Not as good. Not as good. Um, Matt, well, who would you have one through four? Do you? I'm adding the same. I just Oregon instead of Georgia. Georgia's boring. <laughs> There's not a fun team to watch. They aren't. Like they have so much talent. Like well, Kirby Smart's had... a pussy. So yeah, Kirby Smart just plays. He puts him in a. And Oregon's in the box. only lost so just a huge heartbreaker too. It just sucks. And it was, and it was week one. And it was week one, which is like the best time to lose. I mean, obviously, like the early mm-hmm. season losses, like they mean less and less as the season goes on. So it's like week one loss is most optimal. So give me Oregon. Fuck it. Might not be the best for ratings, but for my personal, if you're trying to get old Maddie B to watch, you, you, you give me Oregon, I'll be watching. I think that's who we're going to get, whoever wins the Pac-12, even if it is Utah. I like both. Utah too. That'd be fun. That, that would also be fun. There's something like just something so off. I, I would actually prefer Utah. That would just be like so off the wall. Just like you just universe, yeah. like the Utah youth. Utah going to It's, it's like what like Washington got into one year. Where you're like, it's a yeah, little, it's, little and, oh, they got, I remember watching that game in your basement, Dan. They got murdered yeah. by Alabama. But hey, you never, I mean, you never know. Ohio, it was Ohio State three and Alabama two that one year? Or was it one and four? One and four. You never know. Because Ohio State beat the crap out of Wisconsin to get the four seed. 59 still, to nothing. It's always still four very good teams. So you never, you can never, never really count them out. You can never say definitively, well, they're just going to kill them, you know? I think, I don't know if it's the actual title game or one of the semi games. But one of the three playoff games is in the Superdome in Louisiana, in New Orleans. Uh-huh. And, oh, boy. If LSU Tigers. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's okay. That's a lot. If they're the one seed, it's a semi-game they get to pick. And if not, it's a championship game. And you have a champion LSU team, like, playing in New Orleans. That crowd would just be an absolute scene. Yeah, the Utes would be a puddle. The Utah Utes would be a goddamn puddle. But oh, I'd still watch. The Utah Utes going to Louisiana. That fan base going to Louisiana just be an absolute shit show. Um, was that all you guys got on? We got on college football, Dan. We can go to our yeah, picks. All right, who do you have? For college, college? have Oregon minus fourteen and a half. They are playing USC, ASU, not USC. On the road. ASU this week yeah, on the road. On the road at ASU. They've been ASU has been kind of disappointing this year. They were a big shocker and a good like surprise team last year, but they beat Michigan State this year, and it was like, oh, pretty good win. Michigan State actually ended up just being dog shit. But, uh, yeah, go ASU. But, no, not for this game. Go Oregon. Matt, who do you have? Actually, explain to us your pick. My, my pick is uh, actually playing right now. I have the Miami of Ohio Red Hawks minus 20. Or, yeah, they're minus 29. They're facing Akron. Uh, hey, Dan, in Akron's last five games, can you guess how many touchdowns they have? I don't know. I know they're 0-10 on the year. Give me a guess. I bet they have one their last five games, how many? I bet they have one. They have two. <laughs> They came in the same game. Uh, also, 
The, the Akron Zips offense, totally, totally yards per game. They rank 129th out of 130 teams. And rushing yards per game, points per game, and the turnover margin, they are dead last in college football. And for that reason, I have Miami minus 29. I know they're playing right now. So anyone who's listening to this, all shucks. But if they don't cover, if they don't cover, they'll be, if they don't cover today, they will be 0 and 11 uh, against the spread. And even if they do cover, like, just keep that in mind, like, going forward. If you're trying to gamble, like, this isn't just like a one week pick, like, well, they only, they only, only have one more game. Yeah, right? yeah, they still bet them like the last, like the last week. Like it's one of those games where it's one of those teams where it's like even if you lose the bet, it's like you don't regret taking it because they're zero eleven or they're zero ten against the spread right now. Like they're such a such a bad team. Like that's not a bad pick even, even if they do cover it. So Miami of Ohio minus twenty nine. I know college teams have gone zero and twelve before. I wonder if any team has ever gone zero and twelve against the spread. Uh, yeah, I mean that's like that's just... that's gotta be. I mean, yeah, that's gotta be. I, I bet there have been less teams that have gone 0-12 against the spread instead of 0-12 just total. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. obviously there might be a 2-10 team. Well, yeah, because yeah, you're getting points like, no matter. Yeah. If, you're, if you're that bad of a team, you're getting points. I mean, it would be impossible for, for there to be more teams to go 0-12 against the spread. Oh, well, actually, no. No, because you can have real-life yeah. wins and no, yeah, you're right. against the spread. But you got me thinking real hard now. Right? My, my brain hurts. I don't know. But my college pick this week is uh, Illinois plus 15. They have Iowa. Iowa's not good enough to beat anyone by more than 15 points. They don't score touchdowns. They only score field goals. They'll probably win this game. But I don't know. Illinois has been on a tear lately. They're going bowling for the first time and I don't know how long. But, uh, yeah, it'll be really weird. Illinois could somehow win this game outright. They're probably going to go – beat Northwestern next week. Like, that's an eight-win Illinois team. Who would have guessed? But for U of I, I'd be interested to see what U of I football is like. If they actually get ranked one, like, if they're ranked next season, that'd be fun. I'm not a U of I fan, but, I mean, like, just growing up, like, everyone, like, I don't know. It's like, you always just grow up. It's like, it's hard. It's like almost like Notre Dame to a lesser extent where you're just like, everyone is just like a fan of Notre Dame for, like, one reason or another. Um, like, in our neighborhood, like, like, in the, like, south side of Chicago. Illinois is, like, the exact same way, but, like, to a lesser extent. Like, it would just be, it would be interesting to see, like, if they were actually, like, a ranked team, like it would be, it'd be, it'd be I, I'd watch them. It'd be fun. I'd probably root for them. Not like hardcore root for them, but I'd watch. Yeah, I'd pay definitely. attention to them a little more. Yeah, especially when Northwestern being so god awful this year, it's pretty cool that Illinois can get be bowl eligible. Mm-hmm. We just they lose this game the next week, and um, it would just be cool to watch Illinois, like just an Illinois team, like be relevant in college football. It is pretty cool that a lot of kids like from the South Side. Are now like playing on Illinois. So even if like, because I know Ricky Spalling that went to Rice, I think he's out for the year with an injury. But he's the South Side. There's a couple like Rita kids. There's a couple of Carmel kids and Maris kids playing Illinois. It's kind of cool seeing them go bowling. Exactly. It's like an extension of yeah. I mean, it's like it's like the equivalent of like root edge, like rooting for like all the hometown kids, pretty much. Uh huh. Because I mean, I I shouldn't say like Northwestern. Like they went to the uh, Big Ten championship against Ohio State, so. I could really kind of just diss them, and I'd be like, it'd be nice to see an uh, Illinois team be relevant. But, man, it's, man, it's like, a year-to-year thing. It's a year-to-year thing. That? Northwestern's horrible this year now. Yeah, they stink this year, exactly. So, it'd be nice. Like, I don't know. But, like, they, they were never – I don't think they ever, like, even top 25 ranked. They probably were last year. They were ranked last year, yeah. Well, either way. I mean, I, I, I would definitely pull for Illinois more than Northwestern, for sure. I'd, I'd watch their games and root for them more. So, we can get away from college, go to the NFL – and we're going to have a little bit less emphasis on the Bears this week because they are dead. Uh, in our month hiatus, they've gone one and three, and they are now not eliminated from postseason, but this season has been a utter disappointment. Why don't we all just go around and just give like a quick couple sentences of obituary about, about the team? I, I can lead off if okay. you like. Go ahead. Um, 
I can remember sitting in this apartment that we're in right now, having high hopes and saying, I don't know how this team can regress. How can it be worse? I can only see us going maybe 10 and six at the worst, which is still possible, but not going to happen. So uh, to this year being a disappointment, hooray. Um, Next. Uh, I mean, it was the best of times last year. That defense was just so much fun to watch. I'll never have more fun watching a defense than that. I might never have I might never have that much fun watching a single team, especially the Bears. Just pure dominance week in and week out, like just insane. And then yeah, I mean obviously things got a little bit ugly at the end, but I'll always remember the, the good times. Uh and now I'm I'm metaphorically taking a shovel full of dirt and throwing it on their casket. Dan, do you have anything um, to say? You really you really let me down here. <laughs> That's, Damn, they're that's, already dead. Uh, yeah, that's, obituaries like around the good well, times. They don't like. I'm, well, we're killing off this season though, and there were yeah. no good times this season. Maybe when we played the Redskins, that felt nice. The Vikings game. The Vikings was, game uh, was the Broncos cool. Game was Thanks. Broncos game was fun. The Broncos game really wasn't fun though, because we like didn't play. No, well, we, like, played, we played. We played four against the Broncos. Before that, like it just well, yeah, that was yeah. But, Man, no, fuck the Bears, actually. You guys fucking stink. You guys yeah. just got my hopes way Why, why are we, like, saying nice things about this team right now? Sorry, Dick, like, I don't know. Like, they no, they no really, really underperformed. Yeah, I mean, they're wasting prime years of an amazing yep. defense. Just, just, yeah, just flushing it straight down the toilet. And what what happened with Nagy? What has happened to Nagy? Yeah, he just seems like he's a mental midget, to be honest. Like, he's just... He's just not a call plays that he talks about. Like, well, we knew he was injured. Well, then why would you call out read option on third and one? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's very, the whole injury thing, I don't even know why, what to make of it. Why would you say he's injured, but let him, if he's really that injured, he wouldn't have played. Because yeah. he said, he said he's the last, like, couple drives he's injured. But, it, like, if he was that injured, he would have taken him out. Not when there's one minute left in a 10 point game. And all it does is just draw, like, all of the attention towards like that and like it was Nagy is Nagy doubting him like it's just awful awful PR not that like a coach should be thinking about the PR ramifications during coaching time but like he literally played like the entire game like I understand it's a health hazard health risk but like he literally played like the entire every single drive before that like what like just let him play like the last drive and just avoid all that shit and like maybe he could actually like lead you down to like the end zone like I don't even know I think it was 10 a 10 point game at that time but like he still gives you a better Still gives you a better chance of like leading them down, scoring a touchdown, or getting a field goal, and then onsiding it than like Chase Daniels does. Chase Daniel does, but I don't know. That's irrelevant now. It's all yeah. It's all it's all dead. I'm a, I was telling Jake earlier. I'm a, I'm I'm pulling for the Ravens now. I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan. So I'm I saw I saw Ravens. your post on Insta. That was that was really cool. I appreciate it. It was actually very very simple to make, but, but, it was, but it's uh, so yeah, cool because yeah. he's like one of the most fun players ever. I know. I, I've been a big fan of his since uh, Louisville. He's like he's he's my favorite. He's my favorite college football player that I've ever watched. Like, he's just yeah, and he doesn't really take like big contact. Like normally, you know, these Russian quarterbacks, it's like well, their career's not going to last very long. I'm sure Lamar Jackson's won't last as long as the average bear, but like he's still like he doesn't like get hit really. Like he he's so evasive. Like he's good at like just going down, not taking contact as much. So I like. He'll, he'll he'll still probably have a shorter career compared mm-hmm. to the average quarterback that's as good as he is, but still, like, he's not like Cam Newton, like taking but heavy I, contact. The, like. the only concern is, is like RG three wasn't taking those big hits either when he was a rookie at the Redskins. It just takes one. Takes yeah. Like, and even, his was more so like a non-contact. He kind of just missed had a misstep I, when he was running. I don't really remember. I don't really remember. Uh, 
RG3 that much, but like I, I, I feel like that's a complete blanket statement without anything to really back it up. I feel like uh, Lamar Jackson is like a like better thrower, like more accurate, better I don't know, RG3 than he was. Like, he was a pretty good thrower. Yeah, that, that was like – I remember that. His rookie, like, I, I was very young, so I don't remember it exactly, but I remember the whole like circus around him and how amazing and how much fun he was to watch. I do remember that. I don't remember watching the game, but I remember the end. Like I remember the Seahawks playoff game where it basically fucked up his entire knee. And then he was never the same. I just remember that game. And now he's the backup. I think he's he's, uh, he's Lamar's backup. backup. Lamar. Yeah. I mean, Colin Kaepernick should be their third string. I've also been hearing people saying that like the Patriots should sign Kaepernick because like come playoff time, like they're gonna want him like running their top team offense. Like that's just ridiculous to me. Not at all. How? I mean, it's like you're still. It's still different. Like I understand, like it's a mobile quarterback. But it's still like you'd be better off almost like just putting like a running back in there because like Kaepernick hasn't played in like three years and they're just like he's like much bigger and like burlier and like not he's he's elusive still. I mean, who knows if he's even still elusive? Like if you're just gonna if you're just gonna bring him in for that, like that's like a slap in the face. I feel. Like. I, I wonder if he would even do that, Kaepernick. Like I wonder if he would even sign just to be a practice squad player. I don't think he'd be a practice squad player. But I feel like when that week in the playoffs comes up, they're like, all right, you're going, you're just playing scout team quarterback. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he would just be on the practice team. Yeah. Well, you would still have him as a backup. Well, no, I mean, they. But when that week they only, comes, they, they, I'm sure they, if they only carry two quarterbacks, like they're they their backup have, quarterback right now is Jared Stidham. He's very bad. But at this Patriots point, at this point in the season, they're not going to have him coming. Like, be like, they're not going to have him coming. He's not going to be. He will not be the backup quarterback. It will be. It will be Jared Stidham because he's been with the team the yeah. entire year. You're not going to sign a guy. So, like Jared Stidham is really, really bad. But you can't have. He's not going to come in and like learn the offense and like be better than Jared Stidham in like a matter of weeks. Oh, Jared Stidham, really. He's not going to do that. Because if they did do that, why, why, why haven't they done that yet? If, yeah. he's, if he's truly the better player, then they would just do that. He also just, that's not their offense. Like a mobile quarterback, like, that's not. Their and offense. they're they're also not going to do it because they they want to have Tom Brady play quarterback. I understand like signing him as a backup, <laughs> and I think Cap would do that. Like be a backup somewhere, but it's just I don't know. I just, yeah, I I think if you give him a whole season, like yeah, Kaepernick, I'm sure could like surpass Jared Stidham. That that would be very tough, but like. To sign him for a few weeks, like that would be, I, 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 like you can't learn an offense and like be effective in that short of a, in that short of a At time. At that point, period, it just looks like a PR move, which I don't hate. Like the Bears should have yeah. been there as just as a PR move. Even if you don't give a fuck about signing him, just like show that like you're interested and like you're willing to like see him out. Like even if you have no interest, like just go and just go and show good mm-hmm. face. That's all I gotta do. Danny, with the Bears being kind of just like dead now, and Matt already said he's with the Ravens, and I think I'm with them too. With Ryan with the Ravens, because I do enjoy watching Lamar Jackson play. Who is your team to like? Who's now going to be wow, your that's, like? That's a that's a very good question. The Ravens are up there for sure. I love watching Lamar play. I I, I still like Mahomes with the Chiefs. I'm trying to think of an NFC squad too, but I I do. I, I've been really, I really, are really like watching, watching uh, Seattle this year. Seattle is fun to watch. DK Metcalf. But just I, I think I'm probably if, if it came down to it, we're like watching the playoffs. I think I'm probably going to root for the Ravens too. Oh yeah, this is the Ravens podcast now. That's fine. Dirty Bird all the way. Um, that's not. That's not the Ravens. Deion Sanders also played for the Ravens. So that's a Falcons thing. He did thing. the Dirty Bird. That's a Falcons. Dirty Bird's a Falcons thing. It is, but they could also be the Dirty Birds. No, it's that's a Falcon. Dan is Deion, Deion Deion Dirty, dirty Bird. bird Dan, is, Dan is Dirty Bird Falcon thing or Raven thing. It's for sure. Falcons. The dirty birds is a Falcon it's thing. I, it's it goes. Right. Fal- Falcons are the dirtiest of the birds, and then I would say the Seahawks are definitely dirtier birds than the Ravens. Oh, are. the Ravens are dirtier. The Seahawks no, are I, I think I think the Eagles is also dirty birds too. 
Oh, the Steelers. Oh, yeah, the Eagles, Eagles are, are way dirtier. Oh. It's a whole, it's a whole it's not dirty. Philadelphia. Of course they're dirty birds. It's, it's not dirty in terms of, like, dirt bag, like, shitty like shitty people on your team. It's, like, dirty, like, ooh, like, they're good. Like, ooh, they're dirty. Like, they're, like, they're really good. And when, you, when, you're, when you're ranking the dirtiest birds, it's definitely, like, Eagles got to be one I, of the I always, I would, when I think of the dirty birds, I actually think of the Eagles. Oh, yeah, the actual. But, like, if you're going to, like, rank them beyond that, like, the Ravens are definitely behind the Seahawks and the Falcons because they both in the Super Bowls more recently. And then like the and then the Cardinals oh, are like the least dirty of the birds. Oh yeah, the Cardinals are like yeah. Are there any other bird? Are you think are we missing any any other birds? Uh, or is that all of them? I think those are all the birds. There are so many goddamn bird mascots in the NFL. The Eagles, uh, the... That, yeah, yeah, that's all. We have the birds. Yeah, those are all the birds. What's a Steeler anyway? But um, so. I don't know. Looking at, like, I'm just looking at the playoff picture in front of me now. The NFC playoff picture looks pretty damn cool. Like, it looks pretty, like, it'll be a very nice Saturday-Sunday match. We have set up right now, it would be Seahawks at Cowboys, Vikings at New Orleans, and then obviously you have the Packers and the Niners at, like, the one and two seed. Like, I don't, the AFC is kind of shitty because, like, one of the games would be Bills at Colts. Like, that's no fun. But just like how I said college football playoffs are going to be pretty good this year, I do think the NFL playoffs are going to be like, especially on the NFC side, I think every game will be very, very close. And there's no like, oh, this is kind of a joke of a Saturday noon kickoff. Mm-hmm. But, I, remember, I remember one year it was like it was Steelers uh, hosting the Dolphins, and then it was the Raiders playing the Texans. And it was like Shaw versus yeah. like Matt Moore. Oh. No, it wasn't Matt so the Moore. The Raiders-Texans was uh, – it was Connor Cook on the Raiders. And then it was like was it- TJ Yates or like – Brock Osweiler. It was a rotating door of like Yates, Osweiler, and like Schaub or something. I remember shit. one just, one year, a couple of years ago, it was like Raiders Texans, but it was like uh, because Derek Carr went down, so it was whoever the Ra- Dan. We just said Dan. That. Are you are you are you on the podcast? No, I, right I was. I'm I'm kind of fading out right now. I'm sorry. Would you <laughs> like to do a two man? No, show I'm all right. I I I because you guys are kind of like blank like blanking in and out on the on the podcast too. Oh. Oh, is the yeah. connection not that good? Apologies. Oh, it was, was good. Audio, audio right. was probably gonna be shitty then. Not great. Um, but no, yeah, we, that was the point we were making about that real shitty game. Yeah. Are we gonna delay, Dan? Or can you hear us? Please? All right, I just heard you there. Okay, then I guess we're back. Um, hey, we're back. I don't know who would. I guess I'll. I don't know because I didn't talk about this in this in depth, but I do want to kind of just like rank our favorites for because it's getting to that time where it's like we can kind of start pinning like Super Bowl favorites, like they should win. Like, because I think the pa- the Patriots and the Niners are tied for the best record, but the Niners I think have a much better chance of winning the Super Bowl this year than the Patriots do, just because they didn't look too great against the Eagles. They kind of got their blo- doors blown off against the Ravens. Like, their schedule is I know it's always bad because the AFC East is usually really bad, but. It is very, very – it's putrid this year. Like, it's actually, like, yeah, it's disgusting. horribly bad. Where I think up to before the Eagles game – or up to the Ravens game, they had, like, a combined, like, seven wins on their schedule, like, eight weeks through. Like, that's horrible. The Dolphins, like, they're not an NFL team. But um, I don't know. I really like the, the Packers. Like, I, did, I don't like the Packers out of the, North, out of the NFC. But, like, if you know what I mean, like, I don't like them out of the NFC, but I like them out of the NFC. You, you don't want to like but them, but they, they if you are awesome. Yeah, away. I would honestly, I, I would like, I, I might look into just a Packers future. I, I've, I've kind of been like thinking about doing that more. Like, futures? teams that I hate, not even just futures, but just like, I don't like the Packers. Like, I think they're going to win, 
So it's like, okay, I'll bet on them. Like, if they win, like, ah, fuck. It's like, okay, well, at least I won, you know. I made, made yeah. a little bit of dough back on this. But I, I really do like that. I mean, very good defense. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, obviously. They got, like, a good cast of running backs. Uh, Jamal uh, – Aaron – no. Jamal Aaron Williams, Jones. Aaron Jones, yeah. And then, I mean, they got Devontae Adams. I think he's been hurt all year, but I think he's back now. I think he's healthy. Adams, Vantes, Scalding. I don't really know anyone else. Jimmy Graham. I don't know. They just have – I think they're a well-rounded team. I can see them – Definitely like going into uh forty nine or going into not Seattle, yeah, going San into San Fran, yeah, NFC Championship game and beating them for sure. Like the only team I see in the NFC that just can't make it out, I think, is the Cowboys. Nice. No, I don't. Yeah, they are they're, they're really not that special. They're losing. Right they are very fake. The NFC East and just isn't one. special. I don't think they're even a fake good team. They're, they're, they're uh, just their division is yeah. just so bad. Like they're not even a fake good team. They're just not. A good they're team, two games better opinion. than the Bears, and we just talked about how horrible we are. <laughs> yeah, we're dead, and we're very dead. Like that's that, and like that's the other thing. Like, it also makes me wonder, like, how real last year was because it was such a down year for the NFC North like, with the Vikings and the Packers, and now like they're back to their like winning ways. Like, it would have been interesting, like, if our team, if our team performed like it did last year, like how we'd match up. Like, it would be, I don't know, if that makes any sense. Oh, our, because I, I knew our schedule was obviously worse last year than it was this year. Last year, the Bears half of their games were against teams that had a top ten pick in the draft. Yeah, no, we we definitely played a very bad schedule last year, but like I feel like we're not losing games because we're getting out like out class like just the I mean, besides the Saints game. I don't think we're getting out skilled. We're just getting out coached. Yeah, I think besides the Saints game, like that was just like everything. Like everything went wrong. Besides that, like yeah, I don't think we're it's like I don't think we're losing because of the like I've always been saying like or not I've, I haven't been saying I've been thinking like obviously we all wanted like Mitch to take this big step and like. Even though he's playing like very good teams, like you should be, he should still have taken that step. Like, I haven't heard anyone say this, but if people are going to be like, "Well, we all wanted him to take a step," but like we're playing better competition now, like I don't know, that just doesn't seem like an excuse. I haven't heard people saying that, but that's like doesn't seem like a reasonable excuse as to why Mitch is taking a step. It's not just not I taking a step; it's regressing. Exactly. That's yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So if people start saying like, "Well, the schedule is really good this year compared to last year," well, yes, it is, but like that's not why like, he's not playing. Also, better. I don't blame. Well, now I don't blame any because I can't say any. But most of this is on Mitch. I was hesitant to say no. it earlier in the year. This is mostly on Mitch. I put a lot like, of it. I put a lot look, of it on Mitch. I wouldn't say most. I would put eighty twenty on Mitch. I think it's impossible to be making 80, those kinds of claims. His, he's just horrible. Like he can't read a defense. What about the last, what about last game when he like he was hitting wide receivers in the hands and they were dropping them? Okay, that's but one game. The Bears right. receivers are leading the league in drop passes. No, they're not helping him out. But when he just doesn't look at wide open receivers on short little plays, like he's not helping himself. That's either. not coaching. You think coaching has anything to do with that? No, you can coach. You can lead a horse to water. You cannot make them drink. I don't think you are sitting. I don't think you're in a position. I don't think anyone's in a position unless like you're in the Bears. Like unless you're in that locker room, unless you have like inside information. I don't think any of us have. Well, like you... none of us consider it and be like eighty twenty. Like we can't be assigned. Like you, like we have no idea. We just know that the offense is real shitty. Like it's. As far as I'm concerned, it's 50-50. As of right now, it's like 50-50 Mitch and Nagy. Because, like, we, like, how can you – like, you can't really I, – I just don't think that we know enough to, like, be assigning, like, we look at, what it is. When you – they cut to Nagy and they show him talking behind his little play sheet. Last year, that entire, like, menu size sheet was completely full. You had plays everywhere. They showed it again on the Rams game. That sheet was half white space. Like, that is how far this, like, this offense has been scaled back. Because Mitch just cannot handle it. And if you know what's coming when you're playing defense and half the playbook is kind of just closed, 
it's that much easier to defend. But what if half the playbook's closed because we're not running the ball as well, and we'd be running the ball better if we still had Jordan Howard? I, I would think if Jordan Howard was still here, we'd be getting a lot more production on the ground. Anything our offensive line is not great. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't changed since last year. But, but it Jake, can change. But, but, what, but it's the but, same but, as last year. As I was saying before, I'll Mitch regress. Last year, Nagy had the full playbook open, and he was better. And we played half of our games were against top it 10 picks. Even if, even if that's that the case, matter. when we play bad teams or relatively okay teams this year, we still look ugly as hell. Against Washington, we look great. Against Oakland, who's actually who's improved, but they're still not some like top line team. We looked horrible. Washington six and four, like they're good, they're decent. They're, they're, I mean, would you would you well, leave? No, against, but, uh, against, against the Raiders, okay. Mitchell, the Raiders, the Raiders was Chase Daniel anyway. Raiders was Chase Daniel, but still, we looked the offense looked terrible against them. And second of all, we played the Rams, who have regressed significantly this year. And the offense was nothing. And the offense moved in the first half. They hit a missed field goal. The second one would have been a, the second drive would have been a forty-eight field goal. We didn't want to kick out Panera. We didn't get it. So that's six points. The third drive was another missed field goal. That's nine. Wait, we points. Allowed, we allowed nine points. The the lack of competition is not is is not why like Mitch is was so much better last year. He's just flat out gotten worse. I agree. Mitch has yeah, gotten worse. Yeah, all, yeah, you guys are arguing the same point okay. with that one. Mitch, I'm putting most of his blame on Mitch. I just think he's bad. I think and he's it sucks bad too. that he's only going to be – I think he's just going to be always be compared to, obviously, Mahomes and Watson. That makes it look so much worse. But he just – I don't know. He, it kind of makes sense. He only played, what, one year in college. Before that, before his senior year in college, he didn't play since high school. So, like – He's never had the game time experience. It's just like it moves too fast. Like there's always the clips that come out every Sunday night or Monday morning. That's like, oh, let's look at these five plays from the Bears game yesterday. It's like, oh, wide open receiver. Yeah, Mitch didn't even look to that side of the field. Oh, wide open guy on the right side. Yeah, he only looks left. Or it's like he wide only looks the receiver, first two reads. Takes a like, sack. Yeah, it's like, well, if even if you're a bad like accuracy wise, if you know what the game of football is, like you know how to play the quarterback position. Like there. There are a ton of easy throws that Mitch just like, nah, I don't care. If we gave, if you just got draft, or if like Andy Reid or like some like whoever you, or you're in your opinion, whoever the best quarterback whisperer, maybe like a Sean Payton type coach, like if you think we had him instead, would you guys think no. Mitch would be better? No. Really? I don't know. You can lead a horse to water. You can't force. I think it would be you better. You can make it, it well prepared. He wouldn't be good at all. I think he'd definitely be better. He would definitely but, be better. But, but How much better? better? Than I don't zero know. is still very well. I think I think he'd uh, yeah, but I still think he would definitely be better. I think he would definitely be, definitely be better because yeah, I don't know. Like it's just I, I yeah, Nagy is just it's just so weird. Like Nagy, like the, how quickly like Chicago slipped on Matt Nagy from like last year, like loving him, which like rightfully so. Like there's no reason to not love him, coach of the year, and now it's just like I'm still cool. I'm still in on Matt Nagy. I'm not really, and I'm not not in on him. Like I think we should give him another year. I'm just it'll be very interesting to see what we do. I think if we look at Alex Smith, I just think it'll be very very interesting. To see what we do. If we get another quarterback in there last year and the offense still doesn't perform well, then I think you can go, okay, Nagy was also a major yeah, issue. But I'm, I'm, like, I'm, I'm still bad about Nagy than Mitch. You guys think we should go get Alex Smith? Yeah, I don't. He kind of really fucked yeah, up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a I think, little, uh, I think he's the best bang for a buck because we can't, like, we really cannot afford to keep giving up draft, draft capital because we really have none to Teddy B? Teddy B's a free agent. I don't think yeah, so. Yeah, he is. He'd be, but the only difference is that he'd be commanding a lot more or demanding a lot more money. 
that's fine. And I think that like I really think that him and Alex Smith, like I don't think he's I don't think Teddy V's that good. Like he didn't play well when he just he just got the job done. Like I don't know if he's a QB. That's all we need for him to do is get the job done. Make the easy throws as long as you read the defense, make those throws. But if Alex Smith can get the job done and like for less money and then we have more money to maybe like throw towards better offensive linemen or like there's better it's so, like it's not just the quarter like our offensive our offensive line's terrible. Like that's part of the reason why Mitch played like that's probably like, he his protection on uh Sunday night was terrible. Like, that's part of the reason, like, why we're not, like, running the ball well is because we just can't win. Like, we can't win mm-hmm. in the trenches. And if you can run the ball well, that obviously opens up everything. So, I mean, I, like, I do agree. Maybe, maybe like, Bridgewater is better. That's, like, that's, that's a fairly easy statement to make. But, like, if you can get Alex Smith to just do the job, because that's all we need is someone to just do the job, right? And you can, like, maybe put that money towards – I mean, I don't really understand. I'm not kind of salary cap expert in the NFL. But if you can put that money towards getting, you know, better on the offensive line, like, I would say that's – I will take Alex Smith like being worse but getting the job done you'll like, take and just get just like get like i don't like just improve other the, positions on the, the thing is jake like what you're saying with alex smith's leg teddy bridgewater has his line of pass injuries too but he's proven that he's come back yeah that. but i i, I kind of i'm i was actually thinking of bridgewater over alex smith but i'm i'm starting to think about it more the last time alex smith played a full season with the Chiefs, he was like top five. He was a top five quarterback. And like that's I mean, obviously like we don't like who would want a quarterback that like is injury prone. But that, that's like part of the reason why he'd be. But he's not injury prone. Because... It's just one really, really, really bad injury. Yeah, well, yeah, that's like yeah, I, I, and I think it will be interesting to see like how he because I mean, that's gonna be fucking tough. Like you snap your leg in half. Like how do you mentally come back and react to that? But I I would prefer Alex Smith just for the bank bank for your buck factor. Um, is that all good for Bears talk? I think that's it for Bears, 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 Bears talk. Yeah. I feel like we covered everything. Danny, before we get to the picks, it is now we're we're going to time machine. We're going to February fourth, I think. The Super Bowl is on the third this year. Who is your Super Bowl champion? As Super of now? Bowl champion? Yeah, if you had to predict Damn. right now, team that looks the best right now is the Forty ers I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the Forty ers Match the morning of February fourth. Who's oh, your... it's the Patriots. I'm saying right now it's the Ravens. I think it's just the Patriots, like just their defense. The Ravens lost round one last year, right? Yeah, to the Chargers. I think I that, yeah. I was telling Jake. I was I was sometimes I get confused like whether I said it on the podcast or whether I discussed it with Jake. But uh, I feel like a team needs to like have like a decent like playoff run like before you can like you have to like get like get like get a few wins in the playoffs, get deep, then like have that loss, like learn from it. I feel like the Ravens are still like they made the playoffs last year. But, like, losing in the first round, like, I don't know if that gives you that playoff experience that really, like, you can really value as much. So, I, I feel like they still need to, like, ooh. I feel like I, 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 the Patriots will be my pick. I mean, their defense is just amazing. Their defense is insane. Their offense is really, really ugly looking. Uh, I'm not going to lie, but their defense is just, like, crazy, crazy good. Like, like I don't know if you guys watched Sunday, Sunday Night Football, but it was, like, a 17-10 game, like the, entire, like, the entire second half. And it just felt like an insurmountable lead, like a one-touchdown lead. Like just felt insurmountable, just because the Patriots' defense is just insanely good, and I think that they can bottle up Lamar. Unfortunately, I'm a big Lamar guy. I'll be rooting for the Ravens. I hope I'm wrong, but like, and it's just the Patriots. I mean, this this is just like the easy logical pick. Like the Patriots mm. until until they like lose Brady, Belichick, or they start losing Super Bowls. I mean, they'll be the easy pick. Yeah, like, just forever. I mean, you're you're um, right about that, but I don't think you're right about it's necessary to get that loss in the playoffs to build that experience because the Eagles did it two years ago. Without making the playoffs years before, they had the playoffs before, didn't they? Like lose to the, the Rams year before. Or some shit? 
I like the Falcons. Am I wrong with that? I think you're wrong. They beat, I think they generally, beat, the, though, they beat the Falcons in the playoffs. I feel like generally speaking, I think you're all right about that. But I feel well, like I feel like and like generally speaking, like I feel like generally speaking, like you can find instances where teams made like first year playoff teams and they make it to the Super Bowl and win it. But I feel like generally speaking, in my opinion, well, at least, also with John Harbaugh as their head coach, or yeah, it's John because Jim's in Michigan. They have the coaching staff that's like been there, done that. They have enough pieces that have been there, done that. Have they do that though? Yeah, I think so. Like, the quarterback. Hey, I mean, their their quarterback has it. Did you probably say Halodinada? I was about to say hello to you. I was about to say he's, he like, is, I think he's very retired. He is, I don't know if he's retired. He was last on the he was last last on the lines like yeah. two years ago. I think he's very retired. Um, well, I also don't have Terrell Suggs. I think Terrell Suggs. Terrell is Suggs is on. Yeah, yeah, they don't have Terrell Suggs anymore. I mean, like who who on that team has playoff experience? I like well, like Lamar. I mean, like the whole team like last year made it, but like well, I, don't, I guess you could count a couple times with the Saints. Um, can't think of the rest of these guys, but. I mean, I, there's still like a lot of time. There's still yeah. a lot to figure out. So, yeah, Jake, I, I won't ask this every week. Just a couple every other week, probably. But uh, my team is right now is the Ravens. Really? Yeah. I mean, out of the NFC, I'd go. I'd go the Packers. I mean, I already said that, obviously. But like number two would be the Packers. I mean, just yeah, just talk about experience. I'm a big experience guy. Clearly, yeah. I'm realizing that now. But I think it's a oh oh. This is my anger player is trying to hurt. Oh goodness gracious! Okay, we got to get back to the show. This is yes. bad. This is bad podcast. When we're reacting to what's on TV, there was a bit of a screwfuffle. We're picked. We're on the picks, right? Yes. I'll lead off with the picks. My pick this week is the CL Seahawks going into Philadelphia and covering the. There no, it's Seahawks plus one Shit. and a half. I don't know. I don't know the wording I was trying to put over there, but Seahawks plus. One and a half. It's okay. I guess yeah. we got the same pick done. Because I didn't text. I, we didn't have this discussion before. We usually don't do the same picks, but if it's the same pick, same where, pick. Where are they playing? Where Seahawks at plus Philly. one and a half at. At Philly, really? That's a tough. Really? Yeah. Why do you guys like that? Explain. And I think Philly's I, I, bad. That's the same same reason. I think Seattle's really, really good. good. Why do you guys think Philly's legit? Philly's defense is legit. And I just but the Seahawks' know. offense and defense five, is legit. Five. The What'd Seahawks' offense and defense is legit. Yeah, you're right. I, I don't. I mean, I I'd, I'd be going money. Did you? They're plus one and a half. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, was, I thought you. Okay. I was gonna say if the Eagles are home dogs, I'd be taking the money line for sure. I don't know. I feel like these. I think a defense will keep you in any game. We yeah, saw this that last may year. cut you out. I have to try something though. Oh, we're good. Oh, sorry. I, I thought on, I thought you were going to cut me out. Yeah, they're gross. Hey, Dan. Sorry about that. Can I just once my phone it's twenty percent on battery, it switches to that weird mode where it only acts like a real phone call. Dan, is there anything else you want to add on from what Jake was saying about why you think the uh? Seahawks, or did he cover it pretty much? No, he covered it. I, I really don't think Philly's anything special, and Russell Wilson's one of the best quarterbacks in football. That's okay, it. well, my pick for this week is the Falcons, minus four and mm-hmm. a half. They're hosting the Buccaneers. Bucks are coming off a pretty bad loss. Uh, pretty bad loss last week. I think Jameis threw four mm-hmm. interceptions. Uh, Bucks, I don't, I don't know the record. I should have the record in front of me. Not good preparation on my part. Is it on there? The you, yeah. Just look Bucks up are the, three and seven. Bucks are Falcons three and seven. Falcons are also three and seven. The Bucs don't play a whole lot of defense, but the Falcons, they're uh, 2-0 in their last two games. Obviously, they had a very rough start to the year, but uh, two weeks ago, they beat the, the Saints 26-9 at, in, in New Orleans. Very impressive one. Last week, they beat the Panthers 29-3 at home. So, I mean, I think they're just Whoa. rolling. Like, they're rolling right now. So, yeah. I, think, I think Falcons minus four and a half is a pretty I didn't know that finals, 29-3. Yeah. I mean, the Saints are obviously a very good football team, so – 
I mean, I don't know Panthers what ain't, Panthers ain't too shabby either. Exactly. So I don't really know what's gotten into the uh, Falcons as of late, but they're playing really well. So I feel like minus four and a half Falcons is a like, pretty easy bet. So that's my pick. So well, I'll just go. So I, I got Miami minus. I mean, that doesn't really matter. But I have Miami of Ohio minus uh, 29 right now. That obviously doesn't matter to the listener. Then I got Falcons minus four and a half. Jake, what are your two picks again? It was Illinois plus 15 and a half at Iowa and Seahawks plus one and a half at uh, Philly, which I think is the first time I've ever done this year to uh, underdogs. Oh, yeah. We, and, I'm a big favorites guy. I am too. I mean, favorites are easier because, like, you're just, yeah, favorite. I mean, I, people, people, you might get shame for betting favorites and uh, gambling, but I mean, I, you just, if you're making, if you're, if you're making money, if you're winning games, which, well, actually, no, nobody is. So I was going to say, if you're winning money, like, keep doing it, but no one wins money gambling. Yeah. Dan, <laughs> where are you mine, Mine's uh, Oregon minus 14 and a half and Seattle plus one and a half. There you go. Go make some money this week, fellas. Matt, can you update us on the standings just so we all know? I can do that. I mean, one second while I pull out all my notes. Danny, how was the bar crawl overall? What did I miss? Oh, what a day that was. You guys seemed very drunk. Yeah, so my my cousins and, like, Connor came up Friday night. Uh, and then Saturday was a bar crawl. And we got going in my apartment at, like, noon. Walked, started walking to the bars at, like, maybe, like, 3 o'clock or so. And it was just it just spiraled from there. It was a pretty wild night. Yeah, I was getting Snapchats from John around nine thirty ten, and it seemed uh, like a good time. I wish I could have been there, but I had to work. Yeah, you guys had the invite. You guys should have came over. It was just it would have been a little bit expensive of a trip for me right now. I don't got the funds to cover it. Do you have money for gas? Yeah. But I mean, then there's also money for Potawatomi and gambling and. Well, you, didn't, you didn't have to do that. But if I'm going to go there, I'm going to. Makes sense. Uh, I'm missing like I'm missing your guys' last two games. Like, I, I, I'm eight and ten. We didn't have games last. Last oh, week, like, last week was... we didn't have. Last week we didn't make picks. But two oh, weeks wow. ago, I, two weeks ago I went two and zero though. Last week I went uh, two weeks ago I went one and one. Okay, so I am eight and ten. Jake's nine and nine. Dan's eight and ten as well. He's on your heels. Huh? We're on your heels. Only one game behind you. Yeah. Wait, what's what was your Hold record on. again? Eight and ten. I'm eight and ten. What are you? I, I'm fucking. Is it eight and ten? Nine, well, nine, eight, eight. You went one eight, one eight, last ten? week. Yeah. See, the only problem is I had to use eight and nine, but I don't know if I, I marked you down for either your win or your loss. I can't so be eight and nine. We might all be eight and ten. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm missing one of your picks. I, I'm nine and nine because I was eight and eight, and then I went one for one. So we're and we're on your heels too. What do you mean? We're only one game behind you. That's fine. We're a very very average very average podcast. That's fine. We're incredibly average. We're all eight, eight and ten, or nine and nine. Just, mm-hmm. as, that's just as middle as, as middle of the road as it gets, right there. Was it twenty five and twenty eight? Big punt, big big kick. Are we twenty five and twenty eight? No, eight, sixteen, sixteen, nine. Yeah. How are we twenty five and? One second. Sorry. Yeah, eight plus eight is sixteen plus nine. Twenty five, ten, ten, eight, would then be twenty eight. How do we have an odd number of games? Wait, did they miss the kick? God damn it. They missed the fucking field goal. Oh. Son of a bitch. Am I is my math checking out here? I already know what you're talking about, man. You have eight wins, correct? I'm eight and ten. Eight and ten. Danny, you're also eight and ten, correct? Uh, from what I'm hearing. Are you so that, that would mean sixteen and twenty. And then nine plus oh no, because I added never mind. I see I see numbers, my mental math. As long as well, as long as all of our numbers add up to even numbers, we have the correct. My numbers. mental math. Because it was adding up to an odd number in my head, but I counted my numbers wrong. No, yeah, we're all good. Okay. 
Um, I will see you later, Dan. All right, see you, boys. See you, Mike.